Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's Mike show. Hey. Put a little bit. I never get this line out the first time. It's not even good. Hey. Put a little bit. Put a little bit more in there, cowboy. And the bulldog. What's your degree in? Kicking ass and taking names. <laughs> On WGR Sports Radio 550. The roundtable is complete. The game plan, it has been constructed. The league has been toured in a dash. Everything of the sort. And now it's just it's up to us to carry it the rest of the way. I do not have my picks done, by the way. I've gotten very, uh, mm. almost to the point of being demoralized. Overthinking everything. Yep. Just. That'll happen. In my own head. Yeah. And the safest way to deal with things like that is to avoid them, I say. Just sort of ignore it. Pretend it doesn't. <laughs> pretend it's not real. It doesn't exist. You need to, you need to shake off. Uh, you, you need to you, know, you have a short memory, Mike. <clears throat> That's my problem. You got to be like a cornerback. In you so know. many areas of my life, that is a problem. <laughs> not having a short memory. I'd love to have a short memory sometimes. Yeah. Yep. It's all well and good to know that the. You know, what? That the Bills and the Giants played in 1975 on a Monday night and somebody <laughs> walked across the top of the stadium on a wire and the Bills were undefeated and they lost. And I wasn't even, it was three, I wasn't even watching this game. Yeah. So, uh, anyway. This should be really great. I mean, it's all there for the Bills. It's been, an, it's been a challenging year. Uh, but it's got life. And all these other teams we're talking about with Sal that play in front of them this weekend, including Miami, leave much to be desired. But you've got a tough test here, to, obviously, uh, in yeah. Dallas. Big, big test and really a, a lot to be gained, if not, I mean, certainly in the standings, that that's right. Um, the betting markets already are still telling you that they believe in the bills right they are of all these seven and six teams in the afc they are the one team that is not plus money to make it like they, there is a belief that they will get it done i think the 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 conversation right on all the on all the shows all the football shows will follow suit if the bills beat the cowboys in this game if they come out of this thing, even whether in a playoff spot or not, when the dust settles after this week, I think if they get the Cowboys here, and no, it, even if nothing else goes their way, I, I think looking at schedules and just thinking about the way forward, I think a lot of people will be talking about the Bills, like, you know, in the way that the betting markets have been bullish on them, and that is simply nobody's going to want to see this team in January. 
Like, look out if they get in. Sure, that may it may be, you know, if they don't get the division and end up a wild card, that they got to go on the road for three games to just get to the Super Bowl. But that's been done. That's been done by teams that look a lot less than the Bills have looked this year, I'd say, talent-wise. So um, I just think that they, they, there's a lot of steam that this train can pick up with a win on the you know against the Cowboys you know the national 425 window on Fox it's the Cowboys it doesn't even need to be set like the, it's it's a marquee game that's what Dallas does for you and so um, I think if if people have been sort of waiting to to find out what what it's all about with the Bills and why people are even hinting at that they could still be dangerous even though they've had this rocky year Sunday's a real chance for them to show it I mean. They blew it in the Eagle game. That opportunity was there for them in that Eagles game, and they just could not close the deal. But, I mean, they put on quite a show offensively, and maybe they can do the same to this Dallas team. Maybe. 803-0550 for your take on what you think will happen here, what needs to happen, who are you thinking about a lot, anything along the lines of that stuff here with uh, Bill's Cowboys coming up. Let's go to Kyle here. Hi, Kyle. How we doing, boys? Good, Kyle. Thanks for calling. Quick, two things real quick. I wanted to clarify. Yesterday, you guys were asking about Easton Stick. Uh, he is not. He does not have any hockey background. A coworker of mine in Omaha, Nebraska, where I live now, uh, he went to Creighton Prep with him. He does. That's not a hockey family. So I wanted to clarify that for you guys. And you guys were talking about that on the radio yesterday. Okay. All right. Thanks. And uh, anyway. I uh, did want to talk about the wide receiver group. It seems like they are just getting slower every game that I watch. And I know it's – when I played in college, it became a problem. When we are our, our wide receivers, when we got kind of kids that came in that weren't very – that we got a slower group, we had to find other ways to get to our running back that was, a you know, a, a bigger player in our system, the ball. And it seems like we're doing that. For the, bill, the Bills are doing it uh, similarly. So – I just see that becoming more of a problem. Just want to get your take on that. You guys have a good day. You too. I think you could possibly have something there. Like I've said a lot, we've seen what's different about their offense since the coordinator change. It's like James Cook is a more prominent, featured part of it. And what you're kind of indirectly implying might be whether that's, you know, of course it would be by design, but whether that's because of what the Bills don't have at receiver, is it because of Davis's qualities or something else? I don't know. Like that's a really interesting question going forward here with this game and the rest of the season is what they are at receiver. Diggs has gone a long time since a blow up game. The last time he went over a hundred was the game in London. And that's, Notable for a guy like that. I mean, for him, mm-hmm. Davis is putting up zeros now. And, you know, the Bills' offense is generally fine, I think. Uh, but I worry for them if they are so limited, if it does, if that doesn't change back. And you're going through, yes, James Cook is getting open down the seam, and that's great. But if I'm getting, like, such little production from Davis, Diggs's production is, is in decline, and my third wide receiver isn't really, you know, much because I've got two tight ends on the field. Of course, Kincaid, and I said Cook. There are other ways to to do it. 
But I don't love this for them, you know, if that doesn't bounce back. And I think it could. I mean, I, I don't know yeah. if the point originally made here is right that, you know, they, we have to figure out other ways to move the ball because of these issues we have with receivers. It could just be matchups, and we know they like Cook. So, And he's done well. He's done well. He has done well. And, and I, I wonder, I, I guessed about this earlier today already, um, you know, thinking about the long game here and this coordinator – Brady, since he's taken over, they have certainly established something with Cook. And is it enough to get teams distracted? Like, are they, are they going to be thinking about it, right, more than they were, well, before Joe Brady took over and before Cook started being utilized uh, like this? You know, a lot, a lot of things have sort of ascended here. Cook's usage, Kincaid has mattered more as the year has gone on. And what I, what I guess I, I'm hopeful for is that that all just sort of gets gets fed into the machine and you come out with there's more to worry about and maybe that gives you opportunity to feed Diggs. Um, I think this game is crying out for that. Um, it's a team he grew up rooting for. His brother plays for them. He's been dormant for a while here, like you're alluding to here, going back to you know, week five and week six of the season to find a 100-yard game from him. And so I think the big stage and the stakes, I would want to tap into him. And I think maybe some of what they've been doing on offense with Cook and with Kincaid could lend itself to that in the big scheme of things. Not to say that I would expect the Cowboys to be forgetting about Stephon Diggs, but the more things you do well should provide you more opportunity. So I I, I feel like it's setting up for a big Diggs game. I think that's the recipe to win this game, is to get him off and get the offense looking like it's looked when they've been at their very best during this you know three- to four-year window where they've been a Super Bowl contender. I didn't know he was a Dallas fan. He's never played against Dallas for the Bills. Two games in his career against Dallas, both for Minnesota. So I did not know that either. I think Sal uh, mentioned that to me on Wednesday when you were off, that he, he grew up rooting for the Cowboys. Hmm. That's, that's questionable. Unless you're from Dallas. But you did too. What can I say? You did too. It sure, happens to I people. Liked, I liked Dallas when I was a little kid. It happens right. to people. And why again? Roger Staubach. Roger Staubach, yes. He was from Navy. My dad was in the Navy. Okay. When you're a little kid, that's that's sometimes all it takes. Didn't Thurman Thomas tell us that he rooted for Dallas? He was a Yankees. Thurman's like Yankees, Cowboys, I don't know, Lakers, maybe. Remember that? Yeah, I don't I, I don't I don't recall. I mean I know. He's, he's from, from Texas, yeah. I yeah, mean, he's at least from Houston. I, so I, I, I yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Let's see if he texts us to tell us. Maybe. Oh well. If he's out there, Thurman, are you out there listening? Maybe we'll get uh, closure on that. <laughs> I think he was a Cowboys fan. You know. Um, yesterday we were talking about how many Cowboys fans there are. Maybe somebody listening has a take on this. So, sort of trying to, th- you know, thinking out loud is Dallas maybe the second most popular team in the area? Maybe not. I, I, cha- I decided that I wanted to say no to that because it's too long ago since they've been dominant. They, I mean, we remember the 90s and those Super Bowls, and they were painful losses, and Dallas is pretty close to a dynasty in that decade, three and four years. Maybe you have to give it to them. They have five playoff wins since Super Bowl Thirty. One last year. Like, they've had a couple recently. They've not made it past the second round since Super Bowl Thirty. 
So that's, you know, Right. One a of those wins was a home win against Detroit, and then they lost the next week in Green Bay on the Des Bryant, like, what is a catch? Yes. The, the, the quintessential ground floor of what is a catch uh, conversation. Not that we weren't debating it before that, but it became like the – I don't remember talking about surviving the ground before that Des Bryant play or football moves and all this sort Happier of times, happier times. Yeah, simpler, simpler times. Yeah. Simpler times. Yeah. You ready for some ref stuff this week? Oh, sure. It's got to happen. Let, let's just keep talking about the refs. Was there anything last night? I Probably not in a game that was like, you know, 1,000 <laughs> to 3. I don't know. I didn't hear about anything controversial yeah. last last <laughs> night. Hopefully not with a score like that. Hopefully right. people aren't too worried about calls. But... <laughs> Imagine a Chargers fan being, hey, I know that I know they got 63 hung on them, but yep. did you see that play in the first quarter? Like, <laughs> I saw it too, but that wasn't holding, guys. Come on, let's just be honest here. <laughs> right. How about the MVP race? So as much fun as you and I might have betting on the NFL, we can't bet the awards. They can in other states, yeah. but not here. It's not, it's not available to bet, you know, sort of legally. That's really uh, too bad because I'd like the opportunity to lose on more things. Well, you know, you're saying a, a profound thing <laughs> right there. But is Allen still in – is it in range for him, do you think? I think I think it is. I think it is. I think because, like I've already alluded to, like if they and he – this is why it's so – I mean, it helps if you win the games, right? Um, like the Eagles game, he was a monster in that game. And if that's a dub – I don't know what his odds would be versus what they are now, but, you know, the winning helps. Um, but that said, like, if he has something, I don't want to ask for a comparable performance. I mean, it's like an incredible performance. But if he has a day, right, he throws for 300 yards and three scores and maybe runs for one or whatever, like, you know, like he does, uh, I think against this team in that window, that TV window, and suddenly the Bills are – you know, everyone's hearing the footsteps and, you know, it's gaining steam. Like, look out for this team if they get in and they run the table. I, th- I, I think he's got to look at it. The, the fact that it's like, I don't want to say it's wide open, right? But like Prescott's the favorite. He deserves that. But it's pretty recent that that's developed. And I still think Allen could come from the back. I think there is there is room for that. Um, you know, how Prescott plays between now and then matters too. Like how valiantly he battles in, in a, if it's, if it's a loss, does he, does he, you know, does he do it, um, for them? And they, they lose despite a great performance, you know, he's turnover prone and runs into trouble and Allen has this great day. I'm not saying Allen would pass him in the odds, but he would close the gap. And then we're in, we're into a three game race to the end here. So I think it's still there for him. I can't find like current odds anywhere. I think I'm reading an article here that's AI written, so I'm just going <laughs> to try to remember the names. I mean, of course, I, I yeah. probably can do that. There's an argument against each guy. At it's been a very interesting year for the discourse on the MVP. You have one now. It reminds me of baseball seasons where we had this, where we're talking about whether somebody is the best player. Maybe he's not the best player in the league, but. He is the most valuable to his team, you know, this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Brock Purdy brings up all kinds of good questions about MVP. Like, most people wouldn't put him as the best player on the 49ers. Maybe no one would. So he's got a great advantage playing for that team. But how do you really know 
with any kind of, you know, confidence mm-hmm. what it would be without him, right? Like, compar- comparisons to Garoppolo are made. I have a tough time with Purdy for this for the award because I'm always somebody with MVP that really thinks that the point of the award is the best player in the league. But in football, you have to put an asterisk on that because it's only the quarterbacks who win the MVP. Like, it's not the best player in the league. It's not Trent Williams right. who's going to win or Aaron Donald who's going to win. I mean, there's a defensive player of the year. And that's the NFL's out that they have these other awards over here. Offensive player of the year, that's for the other guys. That's for the non-quarterbacks. So Cooper Cup wins the offensive player of the year. Tyreek Hill will win that. It is it is interesting on Hill what the Dolphins looked like without him. And, you know, maybe that was a night where Tua could have moved back to the top because he's been up there this year, but that's not happening. That no, didn't happen. He was kind of stifled there. Yeah, right, right. So I think I talked to Aaron Schatz a couple weeks ago. He has a vote. It's 50 voters. And I asked him if he thought, I think it was Tyreek I used. I asked him the question about a non-quarterback, and he said basically he didn't see it happening. But I do think that there could be it could be looked at as kind of a cause. Like if if these people, I don't know, Aaron maybe, but anybody who votes for that award, you wouldn't want it to be said that only quarterbacks can win, I think. I think that I think that makes sense. Yeah. I mean I I, I wonder if the league shouldn't at some point just clear clear it up completely because the idea right if the mvp ends up being a quarterback which of course it it typically almost it it almost always is and has been for year over year here so quarterback is the mvp how is that guy also not the offensive player of the year right right so why don't you just maybe you should think about renaming the awards you know like the, the mvp replace mvp with you know, MVQ, uh, right? Most valuable quarterback or quarterback of the year, and then then you can have your offensive player of the year. That's clearly not. You know, the quarterbacks have their own award. The MVP has become the quarterback's own award. So why don't you just name it that? Because it doesn't really make sense. Like when Patrick Mahomes wins the MVP, is he not the best offensive player in the league too? I mean, I think what you're telling me is that he was, but he got this, so he doesn't get that. So let's give it to this other guy. Well the hell are we doing here right <laughs> so let's just delineate that more clearly and then there there won't be any any more reason to debate it uh not that debate is bad i mean i, I i'm you know i'm <laughs> i work here i'm fine with debate but it just seems you, you gotta really try hard to make a case for someone other than the best quarterback <clears throat> on the best team to you know to win the mvp you gotta, you gotta really twist yourself up to get there and with all that said, it probably still isn't going to happen anyways. Like, so, great. I'm, I'm for debate, but if it's futile, then what am I really doing here? I think right now Purdy will win. Because I think Prescott's biggest challenge is that they are not likely to win their division. With the Eagles' schedule versus the Cowboys, like, D- Dallas is in way tougher here, these four games that are left, than Philly is. And they're tied. So are you going to vote for the, a quarterback of a wild card team to win the MVP? And they have good players too. Like yeah. Look think of their defense and and CD Lamb, you know, I don't know. Prescott I think is a fine choice. I think he would be who I vote for right now. But if they don't win their division, and I think maybe Hurts 
won't win because of what happened Sunday night, and Dallas was much the better team in that game. Maybe I should be careful to overreact because it really does move around a lot week to week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But Purdy has a pretty clear path to first place and maybe the one seed. Like It's kind of the team of the year right now in the NFL, San Francisco, yeah. and he is the quarterback. And he is putting up numbers. The, the problem with his numbers – is that a lot of his passes are like no air yards, and Debo Samuel runs 50. <laughs> right, right. So how much talent does that take? Yeah, I mean, he, he is the guy that you could, I think, most justly accuse of being a facilitator. You know, like he, he's got all these advantages, the, the scheme, the running game, all that talent, and, you know, it does discount that he puts the ball right where it needs to be a lot. I mean, run after catch, um, you know, you ding the quarterback for that, but that takes accurate throwing. I mean, you mm-hmm. you got you got to put it where it needs to be so guys have the opportunity to keep running, and he's done that. You know that to me, that's no easy thing. So um, yeah, I I, I I like him as a choice mostly because I think it'll just make a lot of people freak out, and that and that'll be fun. <laughs> I think. I think, you know, player a player like Allen may still have a chance, but they've got to win the division. I think same logic would apply yeah. there. I don't think Tua can win. I don't think Mahomes can win. His his numbers are just so far down and they're just been too it's been too loud, too much noise about how Kansas City can't score. Like how is he going to win the MVP? I don't think he'll and he's won two. So I don't think he wins. I don't think Tua wins. I don't think Hertz wins. I think Philadelphia wins that division. I don't think Dak wins. I mean, I'm not too strong on some of these, but trying to uh, narrow it down. I think Purdy or Lamar Jackson. If Baltimore wins out or even close, like wins three out of four or something, they have prime time this week. They have at San Francisco next week in on Christmas night. Miami after that, like he's going to get a, a spotlight. So, so wild. That I don't even think about him in this conversation. Like until you just brought him up, he didn't even enter my mind. And I and I'm sitting here, you know, I'm engaged, I'm I'm in this conversation, and I'm thinking like, who else, who else should be brought up here? And he, even though he just won it three years ago or four years ago, I don't even think about him. Well, he's up there, you know. Yeah. He might be third in the odds, third or fourth in the odds. Yeah. Wow. So. But you agree, right? Like that that yeah, makes sense. Sure, yeah, it does. Yeah, what I'm saying is I just don't think about him. I I also don't go looking I know I can't bet on this, so I don't go looking for I, I don't mm-hmm. even know where to find these odds. Well, that's what I that's my that's problem where, too. That's where you that's where you come in. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't find them just now. All right. We'll take a break here. Football Friday on WGR, 803-0550 for your calls. We'd love some. We've got until six. Cassell was on earlier. We did the round table from four to five. So we've got until 6, and then we'll do our pick segment after that. Uh, back after this timeout and the update, Mike Schoep and the Bulldog, WGR. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? 
Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.